Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. What I want to talk about today on the program is, are you podcasting too close to the ball? Now, what I mean by that is a sports analogy, right? I should explain that for this non-sports-minded people. If you get too close to the ball, you can't, you don't have the full perspective of things. This is a common thing I hear in soccer. Don't play too close to the ball. Like I was a goalie. You play too close to the ball when it's coming at you, they're just going to go right around you. You got to anticipate what's going on. Okay, there, enough of the analogy. Podcasting too close to the ball, in my opinion, is when you do your podcast work, this work here, behind the microphone, as I am doing in this Facebook video, which you might see on YouTube or LinkedIn, when you do the recording of your content too close to your publishing date. That's too close to the ball. What is too close to the ball? When you do a weekly show and have a certain date, shouldn't you just publish it or shouldn't you just produce it right before you publish it? Well, no, you should not. I will suggest to you that think about, if you will, two different industries, which you're likely familiar with, book publishing and television or movies, if you like. In movies, or excuse me, in television, the weekly shows that you watch, unless it's a news program, but the weekly shows that you watch are likely recorded months, if not a year or more, ahead of when you actually see them. Do you think right now they're actually shooting live scenes of Orange is the New Black? You're wrong. Those have been done for a very long time. Same thing in a for a book that you read. That book is written months, if not years, ago. Now, having authored a book, I can tell you that's a lot of work to write a book. It's a lot of work to put it together and do all the work necessary. And as much as I would think it may be kind of fun to have someone read my work as I go along, I've been on that side of the equation, enabling that to happen. I can tell you it doesn't work very well. You should be finished before you actually produce your content. Now, that is anathema to the way we do things in the podcasting world, where week after week after week we have a show go live. And I get that. But you might want to get ahead. You know, you might want to have several episodes in the can, not so you can take a three-week break and then come back with it being very close to the ball once again, but actually stay well ahead of things. Now, maybe you're saying, well, yeah, but Evo, my production is nothing. It's me and a guest. We do it. It takes a couple of hours. I get that. The the shows that I produce for clients, editing is the easiest part. I mean, it it literally takes minutes. Double-digit minutes. Never more than that. Well, rarely more than that. 
It's not hard to do. The editing part is not really hard, but it's all the other parts that's hard. But also, if you're just starting out, you know, there are some things that you can't control that you might want to get ahead of as opposed to in the habit of doing weekly content. I had someone explain to me the other day, you know, going back to the Orange is the New Black for a moment. You know, they didn't shoot all of that stuff. They didn't edit all of that stuff. And they didn't prepare all those episodes and then let people know the day the episodes went live. You know, we knew Orange is the New Black or any real, any really show on Netflix or HBO or even ABC and CBS and NBC. We know weeks, if not months ahead of time, that new content, a brand new show is coming. Yet in the podcasting world, we don't do that. We instead just go live when it's time to go live, and we submit, and once everything's been submitted, then we start, if we start, our promotional activities. Well, that's not a great idea. I mean, the more I think about this, and I've been guilty of doing it myself, the more I think about it, the more I wonder if, in fact we should be taking much more of the approach of these professional outlets and getting some work behind it, getting some promotional work ready, getting some early... I mean, you can also think about this. And this is a true pontification because I'm thinking of this as I'm talking about it. There are lots of thoughts in my head. With book publishing, there's a concept called beta readers. And a beta reader is someone that you trust to read your work sometimes very early, but typically beta readers are the ones that get it just before publishing. So when you, the author, or when the author herself thinks the book is ready to go, she'll employ the use of some trusted beta readers and say, what do you think? Why don't we do beta reading and podcasting, beta listening? Because we're too close to the ball. So if we're not too close to the ball, if we're backed way up so we can see the ball and all the plays that go around the ball, can we do interesting things like beta listening? Who would you trust to do something like that? So beta listening is one option. Promotion is another huge opportunity to promote something when you're not actively producing content at the exact same time. You can put all of your efforts into promotion, which those of us who spent 20 years in the marketing industry who now are in recovery from that will, will tell you that that's important to have someone focused on marketing. It's, it's difficult to focus on marketing when you're doing it on your own. You also don't really know what works as well. What bits would, re, would your audience respond to from your marketing efforts? Now, you might say, well, yeah, but Evo, if I podcast so far in advance, how do I know what my audience wants? Well, you should know what your audience wants. You should be creating content for you first and foremost. You should know enough about what your audience is looking for where that shouldn't be an issue. You might have missed my episode earlier last week. All of these are available on YouTube, by the way, and my Facebook channel, Simpler Media, where I talked about that very aspect. One of the things I said was ignore your... Well, what I said was treasure your audience and ignore your fans. Which kind of goes into this. You can really understand your audience a whole lot more. But right now, we're doing it every single week. Many of us podcasters, I'm guilty of it when I release an episode. They, they tend to go pretty quickly. And for the clients that I'm working with, the many of them, most of them, 
are now on a, okay, you have a deadline coming up of next Tuesday to get me the content so that I can have it released on time. So I get that that's a necessity, and I get that you may not be able to break out of that cycle anytime soon, but I think that should be a goal. It's certainly a goal of mine. I have one client right now where we're working on, uh, it's a much more involved type of show. It's more, think um, Malcolm Gladwell's uh, revisionist history, except it's not anything to do with history, or Malcolm Gladwell, but it's in that particular style. And that lends itself to being able to get ahead of, and I think a lot of content allows itself to be getting ahead of as long as you're not producing weekly content, daily content, content that needs to be updated immediately. Look, I get it. You know, it's it's fun to, to do those sorts of things uh, very quick and go and, and see it produced right away. I understand it, but, you know, we should be making timeless content. And, and timeless content can take some time to produce and put together before it sees the light of the day. Does every podcast need to do this? I think every podcaster needs to consider doing it and understand would it make their show better if they got further away further away from the publication date, giving you time to do more things. What would you do with your time if you had perspective and were not quite as close to the ball? Something to think about, something to ponder about your podcast, something to pontificate for your podcast. Podcast pontifications is what I do here on Facebook Live to, I guess, sort of promote my business, because if you need help with any of these things, you want to understand what it means to get away from the ball for your podcast, contact me. I launch podcasts, usually for businesses and professional service providers. You can find out more about me at podcastlaunch.pro and email me, evo at podcastlaunch.pro. I'll be back tomorrow with another podcast pontifications. See you guys then. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. 
Three, abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, plancpills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.